It sounds like it's breaking the mic. Well, okay, sorry. I, I just, it's not actually, but just <laughs> the way it was cracking. Okay, well, it's like you wanted to start an opener. I gave you one. <laughs> I didn't say it was going to be good, though. Okay, I guess we're in. We're in. We're live. How's it going, Tim? So, what do you know? Couch Beers Republic. What's, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know too much. What do you know? A little bit more than I knew yesterday. But we're back. Two weeks. We kept our New Year's resolution. Resolution, yeah. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what are you uh, drinking there, Tim? I don't know. I, I left my water on the other side of the room. I thought this was couch beers. It's couch waters. Yeah. I, I still don't have any beer. Same as last episode. No beer in the Amen whole house. You. Are you in sober January? Uh, no. I went to a brewery yesterday <laughs> for trivia. You can go to a brewery, not drink. <laughs> uh, I had a beer. Oh, gotcha. You hear that buzzing? I wonder if it's... Uh, yeah, I think there's a gnat in my headphone thing. Is that me? Is that just the it headphones? Could be me. Is that in the recording? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could probably filter it out if it is. Anyway. Maybe I broke the speaker. Maybe you did. Smack it again. See what happens. No, it's still there. Nope, still there. Can you hear it? I mean, faintly. It's like yeah, I feel like it's, it's really... a sound test that I'm like trying like, to fail. Mm, you know, it does sound kind of like a little gnat. <laughs> but like usually they they'll like fly around and get out of your hearing and then come back. This one's just constant. Yeah, they're trying to like see. Hey, can I go in there and check check it out and see what's in there? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna not talk for three seconds, so I can see if I can filter it out later. long three seconds okay that's probably good (laughs) very good all right um did you come to with anything to discuss today i mean you asked me to prepare something so i did but i think we should talk about the elephant in the room where well we talked about it before briefly you know belinda brought up a very good point what is the difference between a bigfoot a yeti and a sasquatch now i have my reasons and my opinions and you have yours Okay. Let's discuss we did, and see we did what the get the, in a heated discussion before we started. Yeah, recording. I mean there was it was almost uh we almost threw down. Yeah. Police almost were called. I thought Belinda was gonna put you in a chokehold. Hold on, no, we were to <laughs> Yeah, she was gonna like choke me out to protect her hubby, her fiance. <laughs> so what is your definition of a Bigfoot? Let's go let's go down online. What is a Bigfoot to you? What is a Bigfoot for me? Okay. We'll reconcile so this is, Sasquatch, Yeti, etc. The, the argument I was making was Bigfoot and Sasquatch is the same thing. Okay. Yeti and Abominable Snowman is the same thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. But you're saying Bigfoot... So there's no distinguishing fi- features between the Bigfoot and the whatever the one that you said. Uh, the Sasquatch? And, and the Sasquatch. They're the same thing. There's no distinguishing features between the two. It's like a geographical, like where region in the world. Someone. It's a different in, name for the same thing. Okay. And then, like the Yeti is like an Eskimo the Sasquatch. Term. <laughs> no, the Yeti oh. is like the Sasquatch's uh, Arctic cousin. So they're not quite the same. Okay, so there, there is distinguishing differences. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Gotcha. Between those two. Okay. Yeti and the Sasquatch. Okay. Interesting. So here's my take and. 
I'm not saying I'm right by any means. So Bigfoot to me has black hair, more ape-like. Mm-hmm. Sasquatch is just dirty, like, like dirty brown, kind of patchy, like like, like a, a homeless. A grizzly bear versus a black bear. Yeah, but more homely, like kind of like a like it's like a kind of like yeti? it's like yeti a yeti is more homely. No, no, no. Doesn't Sasquatch. homely just mean ugly? Look it up. I don't know what it means. I would, I would it's, say it's like it's a nice like, way of saying. I would say a bigfoot it. is like a black-haired, you know, ape man-like thing, right? And a Sasquatch to me is like a a really, it's like a a homely, uh, brown-haired, patchy, like unkempt, homeless. Bigfoot, like okay. like you know, like a Portland version of Bigfoot. <laughs> homely, homely, homely. Okay, we've heard. I don't know it. why she's struggling to say it so much. Uh, North American definition definition is of a person, unattractive in appearance. Yeah, but the British definition. It's so a simple but cozy and comfortable, as in one's home. Oh, I have to say it in an accent. I don't know if I can do a British accent. I gotta think about what? it. What really? Okay, I gotta like now hear. I gotta listen to a Hello, British Mike. person talking in my head. Think of Mike O'Kane. <laughs> simple but cozy, and comfortable, as in one's home. Yeah, How's that sounds that? pretty. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's proper English. Thank you. And then to me, a Yeti is uh, pretty much an albino Bigfoot. Yeah. Regionally, you know, abominable snowman or whatever you said. Uh, that's like what the the, maybe the Eskimos call them. Maybe you know? abominable snowman is the Arctic Sasquatch in your definition. Because he's no. abominable. So he's like, he's see, probably pretty homely. See, I, I to me, the, the, the Yeti is like, it's got... It's got white fur, right, covering him. It's like a black version of the Bigfoot. Mm. Like, because when I think of Sasquatch, I think of just homely, patchy, like a a wiry, ugly dog. <laughs> like, I think of it something like that, where Bigfoot and and Yeti, they're like more full full hair. Mm. I don't know. It's like. Like I said, I think I think I hit it right on the head. I'm gonna laugh at myself because I'm gonna. I think that was good. That was totally organic. That was so cool. Sasquatch is like a Portland version of Bigfoot, in my opinion. I don't know. Like you think his hair is patchy? I think it's it's not like super patchy, but it's like it's not as full as a Bigfoot. It looks sure, like a homeless sure. Bigfoot. It's like okay. you know, like you have whole holy jeans and mm-hmm. you know, not a man. More in shorts actually. Well, you got two holes in your. Shorts. That's true. My legs, legs are sticking are through. out. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's uh that's my take. I want to know what our listeners think because I think there's a lot of gray area. Like, if I were to say, I mean, high level, right? Bigfoot is black haired, Yeti is white haired, Sasquatch is like brown haired, dirty. I think there's three distinctions. Like that's how I picture them in my head to decipher between all three of them. Okay. Right, wrong, or indifferent. I don't know. But what but, do you think about abominable snowmen? White. Is it the same thing as a yeti? Yes. Okay. So we're in well, agreement there. Well, sort of. I don't know. The abominable snowman. That sounds. Was that a Scooby Doo episode? Probably. Because if so, 
I feel like it's just like a a big like a Brian Urlacher in a in a mask. <laughs> like a snowman is not like the same as like a snow monster, right? But he's yeah. abominable. What does that even mean? Google that. It's like I'll give you my Obama-munal? No, abominable. Oh. Uh it's like disgraceful. Oh. It was so a, disgraceful about a mo- like a snow monster. It's like like it's an abomination, you know. What is the what is the word that that uh people use to describe oh deplorable. Oh yeah. It's like that's how I would uh, it's a so synonym. So you think a me. yeti is deplorable? That's that's not my word, okay? Uh <laughs> Abominable. Abominable. Causing moral revulsion. Very bad or unpleasant. Revulsion. Revulsion. Okay, so... A sense of disgust or loathing. So yeah, they're disgusting. I was right. I guess. I'm not trying to say Is that what I said? Did I say disgusting? No, you didn't, but... I I mean, you're right, I think. Technically... So we're going by the technicals. So Technically. Wait, wait, you hold on. You said someone described a Yeti as deplorable or an abominable snowman as deplorable. No, no. I'm curious now. No, I was, <laughs> I was trying to come up. I, I was trying to come up with a word deplorable in my head. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I want to know what our listeners think, because like I said, I think there's like three categories and you're saying there's like two. Do you think, uh, Yetis or exist, uh, what is, what was it? Yetis or Bigfoot. Sasquatches or Bigfoots exist? Not, no, not in this time. I mean, I think they did maybe in the past or something. Well, there maybe. was like a giant gorilla type thing, or maybe it was like a Harambe. Uh, I think right. No, it, it was like a pre-human thing that was like giant. Right? Wasn't that a thing? I'm going to say yes on this, and someone will have to fact check us, fact check you. Yeah, that could be but, what people... Well, yeah, I, I think uh, I think they maybe did exist or something, or, you know... Yeah. But uh, clear, we have so much technology now to where, come on, I mean, the, the forest in the northwest United States or Canada or wherever... Yeah. I mean, we're getting... The oceans are more undiscovered than the the ground yeah. or the the landscape. So I, that's where I'm like, if you don't find, oh, they they have cold blood, so they don't show up on heat register. I you know you can't create all these damn excuses for existence. Like you don't get to choose what you believe, right? Yeah, well, yes, I would I would say that, but that you know what I mean. If I was gonna, oh my gosh, big yawn. If I was gonna pick one that probably was the most likely to exist, it'd be a yeti, because. They Snow. they live in Arctic, where there's not very many humans, so it'd be harder to discover them. I'd say, if anything, I think the most logical, or I I could get my head around one living in Antarctica because you know humans can only live there for like is it two months total before like they die or something or really, I thought I read that somewhere where like the conditions are so harsh to where the the air is so dry or something to where really? even like, if you're even if you have a shelter. Oh, I mean, yeah, even if you're, like, living there, it's, like, the crazy air, and I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought I watched a it. cool History Channel thing once when I was, back when that was cool. 
Do they have a History Channel streaming service? I think it, I probably I think so. to that. I think they do. I should check that. It out. might be just attached to like Disney Plus or something. Ooh, yeah, I get it, probably. Um, there's one oh. other. Oh, it reminded me of this fun fact. I remember hearing long ago, and I'm probably gonna butcher it, but I'm just gonna say it. Eighty percent of Canadian population lives within a hundred miles of the oh. U.S. border. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I thought you were going to say 80% of the Canadian population believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wow, I didn't ever do that. But No, that's probably true. Probably also that's true. Probably true. Yeah. Or 80% of the 20% that don't live within the U.S. border believe in. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, oh, I'm glad we got that out. Circling back to, just come to the Bigfoot thing real quick yeah. with yeah. the technology and whether I believe they exist or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I think you're generally correct that they would have been discovered by now. Oh, well, I'm not. Yeah. That's like, just my rationale. Like, yeah. the other thing is these conspiracy folk who, like, believe in it, the thing that I hate is when they're like, the fact that we can't find them proves that they exist. Like, that doesn't even make sense. But, no. like, these are the how crazy people, like, despite no evidence, that, like, that's where they're like, see, you can't track them. Yes. Everyone's everyone's <laughs> like, walking around with an HD camera in their pocket. Someone would have taken a picture right. of one. And if it's like, oh my gosh, it just walked across the highway. And it's like, you have this pixelated piece of crap shot on like a razor too. <laughs> it's like, what are you, where are you? So yeah. Anyway, do you believe they exist? Uh, no, probably not. Like Pro- I said, like I think. you probably don't? No, believe, I, or I, like... I don't believe they exist. Okay. I would say it's very unlikely. Okay. But if I was going to pick one, it would be the Yeti. Cool. I'm glad we hashed that out. I want to hear what our... I really want to know what our listeners think, though, because let's just say there might be some Bigfoot merch in the future. Couch beers related. Is that true? You got something in the works? Let's go real quick. Yeah, so we'll see about that. Yep. Exciting news. Okay, so yeah. I told you... Homework time. I told you I'd give you a little homework assignment, right? Okay, yep. Um, Your top five TV shows or movies that you watched in 2022. Now, is this things that were released in that year or just things I watched in general? I, I would like to restrict it to the year it re- was released. Because um, then I feel like it'd be narrower. But. Some of some of mine were released the end of 2021. <sighs> okay. Um, I actually looked it up because I was... Are you doing movies or TV shows first? Uh, well, I did it as one category. So, Top five movies slash TV shows. Oh, okay. I did five of each. So. Oh, okay. Um, so you you give me your, your number five for both. Um, oh, I think I mixed those two up. Uh, <laughs> uh, number five TV show. I'm watching it right now. The Recruit. Don't know it. Um, it's it. I think it just it released at the end of 2022. But, um, what that's about is I'm gonna write these down. It's an attorney who just is fresh out of law school, joined the CIA, and he kind of like stumbles upon this uh this big case thing and. He's brand new, and all there's like all this hazing that's going on with the CIA with new new attorneys because he's an attorney for the CIA. So 
it's like kind of a different take on spy stuff because a lot of stuff is kept from the lawyers because they don't want to expose liability and whatnot. So it's kind of interesting in that. Um, it's entertaining. There's eight episodes, season one. Um, I like it. It's a good show. Um, Where can I watch it? Netflix. I'm going to write that down too. Cool. Um, What's your what number about, five? What about movie? Oh, movie five, number five movie? Yep. This is where I had it between these two. I think I mixed them up. Um, I'll just say it, number five. Uh, Pale Blue Eye, I think that's also on Netflix. Christian Bale. Mm. It's a interesting movie. So it's about this uh, cadet at West Point that gets murdered. Uh, Christian Bale is like a retired detective or something, and he gets called in to investigate. And Edgar Allan Poe is like, also at West Point or something and hmm. helps him kind of... Did he actually go to West Point? Uh, I think maybe. I don't know. This is where I'm like, I haven't investigated enough if I don't really care, but <laughs> it's to me, it's pretty good. It's a entertaining story. It's different because it's, you know, Civil War era type stuff. Um, detective work and all that crap. And hmm. Oh, I have a good point. I have a question that we got to ask after this segment. So. Okay. Let me just write it down real quick. Okay, I'll, I'll give I'll give my number five show slash movie. Actually, here's what I'll do. I'm gonna write an extra show, and then I'm just gonna go through five shows because four of mine were TV shows. Two of mine or one of mine was a movie. Because I didn't I didn't really watch that many movies last year. Wow. I don't know why. But anyway, my number five TV show yeah. that I just put on my list, Abbott Elementary. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Uh, it's about it's a comedy, and it's about this like urban elementary school in Philadelphia. Okay, and it's like following the teachers around and stuff. It's it's, it's is really there any funny. big name people in there? Or are they all small timers? Um, they kind of have become big name people because of the show, like. One of the teachers I just saw in a commercial the other day, but I can't. No, I don't think there's anybody in the show. Okay, where can I watch it? Seen it before. It's on Hulu. Mm. Uh, I think it airs on ABC. Maybe. Anyway, it's really funny. Okay. It's a really good show. Highly cool. recommend. All right. Is it? <clears throat> okay, I'll have to check it out. I'll also tell you the movie I had on my on my number list. five. Oh. No, this is just my number one movie because it's the only one I wrote out. Coda, C O D A. I talked about it before on the podcast, I think. But oh, it's is this so the one that's like German or something? No, that's... it's uh, there's like it's like a family that is like I think three of the four of them are deaf, or maybe they're all deaf. I don't remember. Oh, and it's all in uh, it's a lot of sign language, but obviously that's captioned. Right. It's really good, really good movie. Probably my favorite movie I've seen since in like the last four years, probably. I would say. Okay. Okay, what do so, you got? Number four. Um, movies on Apple TV. Okay, number four TV show. Yep. I have uh, Reacher. That's on Amazon Prime. That's about- like. The Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Tom Cruise made some bad movies. Well, they weren't bad. They were entertaining, but they didn't do the character justice. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, too, 
Is Jack that Reacher. With, is that with uh, John Krasinski? No, that's uh, that was bad. Um, I didn't like. Or let me say, it wasn't that it was bad. It was I didn't like it because, uh, because it was bad. No, here's my thing. So, to me, what distinguishes a good show from a bad show is when the the story evolves organically. I would say, yeah. With a little bit of a cliffhanger, just enough to like get you to go watch the next episode, right? Yeah. It's these shows that like, like I was really into. I like uh, what's his name? The whatever. I uh, Spade. David Spade. No. James Spader. I like James Spader, and you know the Blacklist. I think was a show. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those shows where they crank out like twenty four episodes in a season or something, and yeah. it's like half the episodes are just there they don't advance the story the underlying yeah. story it's just a filler of like entertainment and that to me i'm like nope won't did, tolerate that i did i watched some of that show and it's like every episode has the exact same format yep. there's a bad guy the bad guy gets caught the slight conflict yeah gets resolved they make it seem like he's not gonna get caught he gets caught at the end of the episode yeah and it's like oh it's almost like a you know a heist movie where it's yeah. like, you know, 60% or 100% of the show is like, he knew the whole time or, you know, yeah. whatever. Anyway, yeah. so those shows I hate. And that's what I detected from Jack Ryan. That's Jack the name Ryan. of the show. Yeah, yeah. Which the books are supposed to be pretty good. Um, I haven't watched, read them. But anyway, but the Jack Re- the Reacher one, the reason I like that, it's it's good because it, it's the whole season has one one case i guess you could say mm-hmm. one one book and it's um jack reacher is like the six foot five 250 pound like just he's like a bigfoot essentially <laughs> like people like they say his fist is the size of a bowling ball like he's a monster right and no one messes with him i mean tom cruise is a five foot six dude 130 pound you know like how can you so he you know what i mean like the the Jack Reacher movies with Tom Cruise were good, but it, when you read the books and you know the character, you're like, yeah, but you're not six foot five, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, you can't act like you're this big. Like, people are intimidated by this guy's size in yeah. the books. Not, and it's like Tom Cruise, whatever, it doesn't matter. So anyway, the show's good. Uh, the dude is, um, I think he's Thad Castle or something from that Blue Mountain State. Yeah, yeah. But he's like a he's a. I found this out. He's from Grand Forks, North Dakota. Really? Yeah, I think so. The guy, at least the that. main actor is. I don't know if I that's know exa- him. I know who you're talking about, yeah. But he's like, he's a brute. He's a big dude. He's yeah. like probably at least 6'4", six, 6'3", six, whatever. So he's a big dude. Anyway, so yeah, that's on. That was, I was entertained by that. That was number four. Nice. Do you have a number four movie? I do. The Lost City, Sandra Bullock and uh, uh, Channing Tatum. I enjoyed that. It was, a com- it was like a rom, kind of a rom-com adventure movie. Uh, they they don't come around that often when they're good. So and I like Sandra Bullock. So nice. Anyway, that was my number four. I'll give you a a movie that I watched recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother has been on a um, Western kick. Oh, so for Christmas he gave me the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. So we watched it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Have you seen it? Many, many, many moons ago. Is that a Clint Eastwood flick? Yep. Yeah. So yep. I kind of, 
I grew up on westerns and Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I was kind I, of I watched stuff. a ton and of Bruce Jackie Lee Chan and stuff, when I was so. a kid. Yeah. I was like my childhood with movies and yeah. So I think I watched Rush Hour 1 50 times when I was a kid. Nice. Good movie. Okay, <laughs> number 4 TV show The Bear on Hulu. Are you familiar? No, is it you? Someone was telling me about it. Um uh, is it B E A R? Yes. Our mutual friend Dallas is also a big fan of that show. So maybe it was him. I bet it was him. Um, but tell me, tell me about it and what makes it good. And uh, what, what show it was Netflix? You said Hulu. Hulu. Yep. It, it's uh, about a restaurant. I don't want to give too much away, but it's in Chicago. They make uh, what are those sandwiches called? I don't grinders. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember what it is. It's like or something. Hot dog place. Oh wait, is this from with the kid from? Uh, uh, yes. What's that show? It's also based in Chicago. Oh my gosh, it's uh I can't think of the name. It's like one word, but it's like it's domesticated a or something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, no, no. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, what is uh, it? We gotta uh, think about this. We gotta get it. Can't disappoint. It's not domesticated, it's like suspended, but like Oh, I was gonna say it's gentrification, but that they have like a like an advertisement for the show that they're like, I'm pretty sure it's like the whole family standing in front of yeah, something yeah, that yeah. says gentrified or something. But that's not the name of the show. Right. It's something like that. But it's like one word that describes like the situation kind of that they're all in. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. anyway so. Yes, it's that guy. Okay. And so I've he, never seen the actual show. That's why I can't. He like, he takes over. You never seen that other show? I I didn't watch all of it, but I watched probably most of it. I watched like a couple Four episodes in like late in season six or something. So mm-hmm. it's like no, I have not seen it, but I I liked it what I saw. Yeah, sorry, continue. Uh, so he's uh, a chef. This kid, yeah, he's like a a big name chef working in New York, and then he takes over this little sandwich restaurant in Chicago. Nice. Yeah. Is it funny, serious, drama, uh, both, everything? It's got some humorous aspects to it, but it's mostly drama and serious and it actually won an award like the other day for comedy like musical but it's not a musical and it's really not mainly a comedy was it like an independent award like because i've never heard no it was like golden globes or something i think it was a golden globes damn but yeah really good show you have a number four movie uh the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, even though I watched that in 2023. Okay. Pretty sure. Oh, wow. Actually, maybe I did. Maybe I watched it because I got it. It's a couple it. weeks My ago. It's, a, it's it the 13th or the 11th. It might have been, excuse me, it might have been before um, before New Year's, so slip that one in again. Nice. Okay. Uh, Hit it. Number three. Number three. Yep. Uh, for movie. Yep. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I I saw that. I actually really liked it. I thought honestly I liked it more than the original Top Gun. Whoa. Because like modern the original Top Gun didn't really know anything going into it. I have friends that were obsessed with it. I'm like, yeah, it was fine. It was an eighties. But movie. this one I knew what I was getting into, you know? Yeah. Um let's see here. Yeah, I think the reason I, I enjoyed it, there's one little aspect that I was like, okay, a little 
like they made it work and it was okay but one little aspect i didn't like which i'm probably being nitpicky so it was overall a great movie they did a sequel justice mm-hmm. they didn't just like crank it out like St- sylvester stallone and arnold movies like let's see how many more terminators we can make or indiana hangover, jones hangover movies what's that the hangover movies yeah it's like the horse is dead just let it be you know yeah but uh yeah well i I don't want to say why I don't like certain one aspect of it. So at the very beginning of the movie, this is kind of a spoiler, but not really because obviously the main character is not going to die. Tom Cruise. He's going like ten, like Mach ten, and his plane explodes, and somehow he survives. Are you asking if that's my the moment or no? It was just like just pretty ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if you you'd like evaporate. If you if you hit your ejector seat going Mach ten, oh yeah, you would know that. I wouldn't know that, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, did he slow down? It doesn't matter. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your uh, top three number? Three? No, you gotta give your number three TV show. Oh, TV th- show, uh, Barry on HBO Max. I started watching that. Uh, I probably got three that's or four uh, episodes that's of Bill Hader's. Yeah. That's his show. I think he yeah. directs and writes it. I think so. Yeah, I I like that. I think it's like it's weirdly dark yeah. and hilarious at the same time right which is a weird combination generally speaking but like i don't know i i like bill Hader in general and i think he does a good job with the character so i should pick that one back up i like that show yeah i'm in like i think i'm in season two or something and there's just kind of a weird part where i'm like i don't know where it's going so i'm that's why i'm not like the hooks aren't in i just turn it on if i'm like cooking or something because it's yeah. Have but. you ever watched Atlanta? No. I got the same kind of vibes from that show. It's like totally different, but I liked it, but I never really totally got hooked by it. Yeah, it's kind of like if you don't know where it's headed or going, Yeah, like there's no reason to watch. Like you're like, I like it, but why? Like what's the point? Yeah. Like is there, where's the conflict coming from? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What's your number three? Um, uh, my number three TV show, twenty twenty two, Ted Lasso. Did you mm. ever see it? No, I never did. I so fun fact, I can't download Apple, whatever it's called, on my phone or anything because it's not an Apple product. Really? Like, I'll pull it up right now. I don't believe you. Play Store. What's it called? Apple Play or Apple something? TV Plus. I have an Android TV. And you can get Apple TV on there. I think you're lying. I think you just made an excuse. Which one is it? Help me out. Apple. Is this your wallpaper? What is Yeah, it's Dan Abrams. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Is that like on your keyboard? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, can you not do that with the iPhone? No. Abrams to be on my keyboard. <laughs> you don't know unless you can. I don't know. I guess maybe you can't. Well, well, well I told you. Do you watch? Do you watch TV on your phone? I cast it to the TV. Uh, so, I even tried on my Google Chrome cast and really no dice. Yeah. So anyway, can you cast it from your laptop? 
Yeah, probably. That's a lot of work to just like watch a show and veg out. So, but what if it's like my top three favorite show? Well, everyone's top three show is Ted Lasso. So, I don't know what it's about. Is it a funny coach thing? I don't. Everyone's like it's so good. I'm like I don't know um, what it's about though. Like, yeah, no, one, no one can tell me what it's about. There's like, there's definitely more humor to it than the bear. Um, like it's more purposely funny. It's not just like there's characters in it that are funny. Um, but he, it's like a American college football coach okay. that gets hired to run a British soccer team, even though he doesn't know anything about soccer. Okay. And there's also like some like drama to it too. Like obviously he's getting put in this funny situation. Right. But it's also kind of like a comedy drama. Okay. Which that's why I liked it. I kind of stayed away because I was like, that seems so, like, what a dumb concept. But then after it won, like, a gazillion awards, I was like, I'll check it out. And I got free Apple TV when I bought my phone. So I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Everybody likes it. And I was like, that was a good show. It's really good. All right. I think uh, Belinda and I watched the, I don't know if there's two or three seasons out. We watched it all in, like, two weeks. A day. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Pretty good, so. Yep. Again, that's on my list. I just... I'll uh, I'll put uh, Top Gun Maverick in my top five TV shows as well. Okay. Right, uh, now that I don't actually have any, I'm just listing them. Okay. I wouldn't say it's my <laughs> oh. number three. So I did the assignment, and you didn't do it. Anything. So that's uh, really good. You did the assignment. But not the I way, understood the not assignment. The, not, the way that I, <laughs> yeah. not the way that I imagined. Oh, thanks. I think so. Now you're you wa- did more. You did extra credit. Good job. Easy, baby. Do you want me to say number yeah, two? Yeah, do now? number two. So TV shows, The Witcher, Netflix. Oh. So I, it's more so just they bundle in action and advance the storyline enough to where, you know. And I just like the the character of the Witcher. I'm just like mm. he just like groans like mm. like yeah. that's half his lines, which I like. But I don't know. It's just kind of like a. I liked the first season. I watched the whole first season, and then I watched I think a couple episodes into the second season, and I fell off. Yeah, I'm like, I think I'm halfway through the second season, and I just kind of like I throw it on. I think I don't know in the on the weekends in the morning when i'm like doing coffee or like folding laundry or something i'm mm-hmm. like i'm like half paying attention half not and i'm like oh there's his eyes are all black now i'm like gonna watch <laughs> you know stuff like that so so um, you're only half watching it and it's your number two show it's that good called out uh, yeah called out i you know it depends on what i think it's something that's for me it's it's something I don't have to invest in. Yeah. But it's yeah, easy to true. watch. Yeah. And you can pick up kind of, you could, if you miss something, you kind of get it later on. Right. So um, I think maybe that's why I like it more so than other ones. Um, that's fair. Like, that's like, fair. Yeah. Because like, I think Barry and like the other ones, it's kind of, if you miss a crucial moment in a show later on, you're going to be like, I think I, like I, I figure out what happened, but I missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was yeah. clearly a big moment that I missed. And The Witcher, it's kind of like 
it's got the same arc, right? Right. It's got conflict of like the monster that he fights and kills and a lesson learned from the little girl or whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but it's whatever. That's good. I'll take it. Favorite um, or uh, number two movie? Number two movie. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but I I can speak very high of this movie. I It should be. Maybe it should be number one, but I, I'll put it number two because I like the first one more. But Vengeance. Hmm. It's uh BJ Novak, the the writer, um, and uh what's his name? Who's the guy in the the office who no one likes? Toby Ryan. Oh. oh no one likes Toby too, but Ryan. So it's Ryan is BJ Novak, um, in real life. Mm-hmm. BJ Novak mm-hmm. uh wrote, I think and directed this, but so it's his thing. Um I really enjoyed it. Um all-star cast, Ashton Kutcher, BJ Novak, all sorts of folks. Is it a um, comedy? It's like a it's like a dark kind of comedy drama. I don't know how to describe it. So the the premise is he's a writer in New York and he's trying to figure out like something for a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then he finds a story and it kind of spirals out of control. Like uh when he finds a story, it's he gets a a phone call i'm not spoiling anything he gets a phone call from this girl that he hooked up with from her brother and saying hey she's you got to come to the funeral she's dead or something and he's like what the heck and so he's like i don't know what to do and then it turns out like the brother thinks she was murdered so then he's like oh this is my podcast like this is what i'll do and so he goes down to texas and this so it's a new york dude never done anything goes down to texas and kind of just under figures out the local culture, the what's going on, and um, you know, whatever. So anyway, it's very good. I enjoyed it. Lots of good, good comedy. You know, yeah. I don't know. I'll it's it it's out. really good. I I bought the movie. So whoa, yeah. Where can I watch it? Um, I don't know if it's streamable right now. I'm. I can probably rent it on Amazon or something. Yeah, I bought it on my Google. Uh, Google Play. Google Play. Yeah, sorry. I used to always do that because you remember back in the day when we used to like talk about our Pixel phones. No, like oh. answer the the Google trivia or like survey questions, and they give you like fifteen cents. Oh yeah, in yeah. The Google yeah, Play yeah. credits. Yeah. I used to always use that to like rent movies and stuff, but after I. Switch to the Apple gang. I uh, you I don't I don't get that anymore. I used up all my credits. I'm sorry to hear that. Yep. Um. Yeah. So that was The Witcher for number two. The Witcher and Vengeance. Okay. My uh, oh Vengeance. Yep. Sorry. My number two TV show, The Rings of Power, on Amazon. It made me like. I know I talked about it before, but it it made me like feel. It made me a Lord of the Rings fan. Oh. Where, like, I'd seen the movies before, I'd seen The Hobbit before, but I didn't appreciate it as much as after watching that show. And gotcha. now I want to go back and rewatch the movies. I actually did. I rewatched the, the first one. Mm. Yeah, I I watched two more episodes of The Rings of Power, mm-hmm. and I can't get over its... It's. I don't think. I think the story is good and all that stuff. It's. Mm-hmm. It's literally like 
it I could tell it's on a set. That's what drives me absolutely crazy. Really? Like there there are scenes like you can tell because it's they they the shots are always from the the waist up <laughs> and it's very close. Yeah. And then and then they pan out, but it's like clearly like a fake city or something. You know, it's like I get it. You can't make a real city like that, but you know, hmm. I get I think it's because a lot more of the like the original Lord of the Rings and stuff to me, and this is, I don't know, maybe I'm making this up. I felt like it was more outdoors. Yeah. Practical and outdoor kind of effects where this is like, it's all shot from the waist up close with like all the fake stuff in the background. Yeah. And then when they do zoom out to like give perception of like how big this room, it's a literally, you can tell it's a room. That's what I mean. Like it drives me crazy because it's like, and then, the, you know, I don't know, just for me, it's like pay attention to the shots because it's always they're in a nor- narrow corridor walking <laughs> when it's supposed to be like this vast kingdom of the elves. Yeah. And then it's like the it's all the shots are really close up and it's like. Yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't notice that. But. Compare that to the original Lord of the Rings. And you'll just I think you'll see the difference. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't can't do it. I, okay. I should try it again, but I just. So you you said you watched two episodes or something? I watched two more episodes after the first one, so I watched oh, three. three. I think it it's a, it just seemed like they were trying to be over the top. So, I, I was like trying to get a bunch of my friends to watch it when it was coming out, and I think it was about the fourth episode where I actually got like really into it. So it wasn't like at, right at the beginning because the episodes are long. Like the first, and they they keep getting longer through the season. Mm-hmm. But the first episode, I was like, that was okay. You know, that it, it was kind of long though. And the second episode, I was like, yeah, I guess I'll keep watching it. Why do the episodes have to be so long? But then I just kept I kept watching it, and then I was like, it got to the point where I was bummed when the episode was over, and I had to wait a week for the next one to come out. Wow. Yep. Well, Good show. There you go. So I'll have to maybe give it another shot. All right. Number one. What do you got? Wait, did you have a number two movie? Uh, let me see if I can think of one real quick. Uh, maybe so or I, see I, just... I, uh, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything. Right, fine. Number one. Number one TV show, Tokyo Vice, HBO Max. You did tell me about that one, and I started watching it, but I think I got, I think I only watched like the first two episodes or something. Yeah. You think I should jump back in? I, I liked it. I liked it. If if you're, I don't know, I, to me, it's, it's cool too, just because I like the, kind of the color schemes of like, yeah, the, I did it, too. you know, it's always like yeah. a, the neon and dark and raining and I kind of like that, but, um, you know, it's based on true events. Like this is a real Obviously, this didn't happen verbatim, but yeah. it's based on like a true event of like this journalist dude who goes to Japan and all that stuff. Um, and the main guy, like the baby driver guy, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I uh, that's uh, to me that was the be- like I couldn't wait. Talk about couldn't wait till the next week. That was hundred yeah. percent me. I was like, God damn! Like, oh excuse me. So yeah, I I re- highly recommend that show to everyone who's looking for a, a good drama that's entertaining and i don't know i i can't speak higher than that so yeah i gotta watch that one again 
Because I like of all the things I've written down here that you said, that's the one I'm like. I remember I really liked the first episode. I don't know why I didn't keep watching. Yeah, and I think it. I mean, I think it just kind of gets better too, because the characters you kind of the develop, the develop, and you know, you're just kind of looking. There's with with a different culture too. You're always looking for what's the motive too, because there's, I mean. I don't know. This is just the way I look at it, I guess, is Japanese or different cultures have different values, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's abundantly clear, like, honor is an underlying uh, value in this show. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, you're dealing with, like, gangsters and stuff like that in the cartel or whatever. And um, the Yakuza and whatnot, where it's like, okay, do they have honor? Do they, where do they draw the line? Because, you... like, even, I think, in the first episode, he, like, meets with, like, as a journalist, like, meets with one of the Yakuza boss, right? I think so. It's It It may have been a flash forward. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think yeah, in the think, first episode's right, a flash actually. forward, and then it's, like, after that, it's, like, three years earlier or something. Yeah. But, anyway. It's cool, like, seeing the perspective of this, like, white dude yeah. in Tokyo. Yeah, and that's where initially if you don't know the premise i mean he's a white dude from i think louisiana or georgia or something yeah and i think he goes there to he learns japan at college and to like he has some like weird backstory that i actually they haven't really explored explained a lot other than i think the sister his sister is sick and his parents disagree with him going to to japan mm. or going to school for japanese learning or something or journalism mm-hmm. and so like there's some weird backstory there, but if you don't know that premise and you don't watch the show, like it's so, it's so easy to be like, I don't like the fact that he speaks Japanese. Like it's a white dude in Japan with speaking Japanese. It's mm-hmm. like, like that's that was kind of my initial reaction. That how I just described to the Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the heck, a white dude being a samurai? That doesn't make sense. But then you find out, you know, he's a whatever Civil War era he gets captured. Whatever, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Nice. Did you say your yeah. movie already? No. What's your movie? Number one. Bullet Train, number one. I, I actually really liked that movie. I loved that movie. Rot- this is why I hate Rotten Tomatoes. I'll put that on my list, too, by the way. Bullet Train. Oh. But yeah. actually, I might have watched it in 2023. <laughs> that's fine. It holds value. I yeah. don't know. It's yeah. So that's why I hate Rotten Tomatoes is I think Rotten Tomatoes score, you can fact check me. 56 percent or something i mean they didn't it did not get a great rotten tomato score i'm looking and that's why i disagree damn near with everything or i take rotten tomatoes with a grain of salt because i all all the movies i enjoy it did not get good ratings and maybe that's a a reflection on what did what did you say for 56 percent 58 percent i don't know it's 54 and i'm pretty sure that's what you said okay well Fact check me. I don't think I did, but fifty four. So anyway, I would give that like a, I mean, on a scale from one to ten, I would give that like a nine point two. Like it was very, I loved it. It yeah. was an original story. The characters were flipping awesome. Yeah, and like, I don't know, everything about it, I just really enjoyed. So just like from an entertainment factor, it was very entertaining. Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's it's. Kind of in a similar vein of Glass Onion. Did you see Glass Onion? I did. Yeah. It's like 
that's just like a really entertaining movie. Like the characters are well written and mm-hmm. I think I like the first one more because it was yeah. more of a mystery to me. Yeah. But you know, I guess I was expecting something of the similar like the first movie. Yeah. And it was less so. So it was still very good, don't get me wrong. I just I like the first one. I enjoyed the first one more. Nice. If I'm if I can pick a sixth uh number six movie. That Good. I think I I really enjoyed honorable it. mention honorable mention yeah that's a good one um maybe it's, number six is the wrong thing but honorable mention would be uh, see how they run with Sam Rockwell hmm. it's like he's a British detective whatever it's kind of like a murder mystery type thing but it's like a play on it at the same time so it's a an acting play it's in London. It's been like a hundred shows of this. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, who's the Sam uh, Rockwell? No, no, no. <laughs> who's the 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 writer who does like Death of the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express? No idea. Okay, well, Steven Spielberg. We'll just call the person like Agatha Christie. That's who it is. Really? So it's a play. See how they run is a a play, um, or it's a movie. Uh, there's a play of an Agatha Christie book that's going on in London and a produ- American producer gets murdered. Sam Rockwell is the chief inspector. Hmm. And it's just kind of a fun uh, comedy. I don't know. I suggest watching it with a, a, a friend that is a lady because I think it's kind of a fun one. Like Where's that. that one? Netflix? I don't know if it's streaming. I bought that movie as well. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So anyway, see how they run. Okay, I'll check it out. Do it. Um, okay. My number one TV show of the year twenty twenty two. Wait, let me guess. Go. I robot, Mister Robot. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I did not watch that in twenty twenty two. Unfortunately, it's my number one TV show of all time. Whoa! But this is my favorite show since Mister Robot. It's the first one, because after Mr. Robot was over, I was, like, sad. I was like, this was the greatest TV show of all time. I'm never going to find another TV show that I am attached to as much as Mr. Robot. This show is the closest I've been. I'll see how they take it, like, where the show goes, because it's only been one season so far. Wait, tell me the service, and then I want to see if I Apple TV. Okay, yeah, I don't Oh, wait, no, I know. What is it? Severance. Yep. It's incredible. About it. yeah. I won't shut up about it because it's that good. Like, I, I even have friends that watched Mr. Robot because I begged them to, but didn't like it as much as I did, that liked Severance as much as I did. Fascinating. Yeah. It's a it's an incredible TV show. It's so good. Uh, one show. Well, sorry. I, I, wanna, I don't want to cut you off. No, I, that's all I got to say. I don't want to say anything else <laughs> about what happens in the show, the premise of the show, because I think going into it, not knowing anything about it is the perfect way to absorb it. Because that's how I went into it. I just heard it was good. Actually, I think what happened was I got a notification from the Apple TV app. It was <gasps> like, you should check out this show. And I clicked on it and it said, 
fans of Mr. Robot. And I was like, I'll watch it. And yeah, you did. it was really good. Gotcha. Really, really, really good. I was going to say, uh, one show that I want to start watching that I have not is it's on Prime. It's by the makers of the people who made, and in my opinion, kind of screwed up the Westworld show. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like that very out there kind of, you know, I think it has something to do with teleporting your mind to the, a person or a human in the in the uh, past or in the future yes. or something. Yes. The peripheral or something. Peripheral, like yeah. Have you Watched watch it. it? Yep. Is it good? Um, the answer is no. No, it was. It's definitely worth watching. Um, I think I've watched everything but the finale. Uh, oh, so it's it so good. Just yeah. didn't get to finish it, huh? <laughs> yeah. It it is. It's it's worth watching. I don't really know what else to say about it, but it's not as good as I hoped. It was a little disappointing. Okay. Okay. So, are we finished with your topic? I just want to say one more thing. Yeah. If you're paying attention, taking notes, Couch you'll notice that three of my top five list were in Apple TV. It's like five ninety nine for a month. You can watch all three of those things. It's the best five ninety nine you will spend this year. If you haven't seen any of those, I wish I could. Severance, Coda, C O D A, the movie, and Ted Lasso. I'd watch them in that order. Whoa, because that's how I ordered them. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, I have a, another question. Yeah, a different question. And I don't know. I was just thinking about this when I was actually watching Pale Blue Eye. Do you think people were smarter back in the day because? when they read books like the books were more dense and just you know what i mean um i don't think people were smarter i think i think we only know about the smart people because that's the ones that wrote the books and the ones that were elected officials at least the ones that made history you know are the smart ones we don't really know about the idiots, but there's probably tons well, of them. Right. I guess so. That's what I mean, though, is like, I'm not saying were people smarter because they read, but I'm just saying, like, if you took a person who read books, the same amount of books, like a, a person from 2023 who read, let's say, 50 books mm -hmm. a year or something, mm -hmm. and you compare that to a person who read 50 books a year back in, like, the 1700s or 1800 yeah 1700s let's go that far were there even books back then when was the printing press invented i don't know google it books have been around forever they've been around since like 1492 when was the printing press invented that says 1439 your laundry is now done <laughs> i thought she was gonna read it up. 1439 so yeah there's probably books so that's so that's just my my to me I would say those people who read books who read books not just pe a person from that time right Yeah that's true cuz probably not like I don't read a ton of books I mean I read, read people I read some books I don't read 50 books a year Yeah so if, you know compare those fixed things right 50 books a year for someone in 2023 
and 50 books from someone way back when and and just the nature of the books too right like, yeah i was gonna say even if they were technical or stories but how many books that were written back then were just like novels probably not many there's not there probably wasn't tons of people that were authors writing i've never heard of stories. the bible the bible's not fictional think about it it could be <laughs> <laughs> There's probably at least one story in the Bible that somebody just made up. Because it's like just stories written by... Wait, fictional's fake. Correct. Okay. But I'm saying... You like, just said it's not fictional. Non-fiction? Oh, non-fiction. I thought you were not fiction. I don't know what you said. So you believe it is fictional or fi- non-fiction? The Bible? Yeah. Well, I'm Christian, so... I would say it's... I thought you were Tim. <laughs> nice. I would say it's nonfiction. But what I was going to say is it's all stories written by people, right? I bet one of the people that wrote one of the stories in the Bible is full of shit. He just made it up. Yeah, he's like, I oh, well, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he heard all the other stories. <laughs> he's like, God damn. Well, I like, saw him walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him cure a, li- a blind man. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a competition. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to be special, you know. There was uh, somebody I can't remember who it was. Uh, they they presented it in such a way where I was like, "Oh, that could be true," you know. They said, like, they said way back when this Jesus dude was just like a, a kind of a hippie, or he's like he lived a special. <laughs> he's he's lived a, a certain way, right? Yeah. He's just but he was just a normal dude, and people kind of like he was kind of a I don't want to say cult leader, but kind of like a leader of like. Like, this is how you should live, like, hippie, you know, like, kind of like that. And this person presented the story in such a way where uh, when it was something to do, with, like, when he died or something, they stole his persona and turned him into Jesus Christ kind of thing. When he was just a normal dude that was just, like, living his life. Mm-hmm. There this person said like oh yeah like you know there's speculation that uh like the the higher ups or whatever created this church and this persona about jesus to create a hierarchy of like religion for power yeah but even when i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying like this is what the person said and i was like oh i mean it very well could be i don't think so this was like after he was like like long after he was dead or what not not super long. It was like after he died is when they started like ta- everyone was talking about it and they created like this, you know, a power struggle. I'm a cardinal. Like, you know, like you're just a lowly priest, you know, like, I don't know. It's like I said, it, it was the way it was argue, the art presented. I was like, yeah, it's very plausible. I don't believe that to be true, but hmm. it kind of lined up with, you know, to me what I thought, but whatever. Not what I thought. I was raised Catholic. Um what else you got? You got anything else on your list there? I don't know. I think we covered a lot with the Bigfoot discussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no. I wanted to say this though. Um I thought this was super interesting. Actually I want people to fact check me because I'm too lazy to uh 
check it myself. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows, 30 Rock, with mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. This person uh, said, Alec Baldwin won seven consecutive Best Comedy Actor SAG Awards for all seven seasons of 30 Rock. He also won three Golden Globes and two Emmys for his performance as Jack Donaghy. I want to know if that's true. Don't know if it is, but I would. I don't know if I. It's like I want to believe it because I really like the show, but that's pretty impressive, you know. I'm looking it up right now. I'm gonna fact check you live. Do it. Awards and honors. Okay, I gotta go to a separate Wikipedia page. Hold on, hold your horses. All right, sag, sag. 2000, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2011, 10, 11, 12, 13. He was nominated in 14, but he didn't win. But actually, let's see. Yeah, all of those were outstanding actor in a comedy series. He's also nominated for Outstanding Ensemble in a Comedy Series, but he only won that in 2009. Nice. So, yeah, what what did I say? 2008 through 2014, that's seven years. There you go. Okay, just some quick current current events that are interesting, or one current event thing. Mm -hmm. It's old news now. I don't know what the status is because I don't care, but apparently... uh, that Andrew Tate dude got arrested based on the pizza box that was in his video. Did you hear about that? Did we talk about that in the last episode? Did we? We might have. Okay, well, in disregard. Let's move on to my LinkedIn snapshots. <laughs> screenshots. Okay. I haven't uh, been on LinkedIn too much lately. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. Bill challenges at-will employment. The majority of employees in the U.S. work at-will, meaning they can be fired for just about anything. But New York City lawmaker wants to change that. Uh, the city council member has introduced a bill that will legally protect employees from unjust terminations. If the Secure Jobs Act were to pass, bosses would have to demonstrate misconduct and unsatisfactory performance or genuine economic need before firing or laying off an employee. This follows a similar bill which took an effect in 2021 that protects fast food workers. Thoughts? I kind of thought that was already a thing. Isn't that already a thing? That Like you have to, you can't you have to have reason to fire someone. You can't just fire them. So it's like, this is how I'm reading this, is you can still fire, like an at-will employee is like, they can they can quit anytime they want and you can fire them for anything you want, really. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously not because of discriminatory reasons. Sure. Like that's protected, but like, you know, I think if you're always late, you can say you're fired for not showing up on time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's where employers, I'm just speaking from what they should do, cover their bases. You have time punches to prove that they punched in late. Right. You know, like, so there's, you know, if the employee says, I punched in five minutes early every single time and they're fired for not being on time, I think that's where they have a case to like, say I'm being discriminated against because your reason isn't accurate yeah. or true. So, but th- this to me is like super interesting because 
this is i mean it's just i think it's crazy that like this is even brought up but like so if a company is struggling and they need to lay off people you have to have a just reason and like give them a you know what i mean like you have to but that's one that's part of it right you're saying that demonstrate misconduct misconduct excuse me uh unsatisfactory performance or genuine economic need yeah so but like what does that mean those are kind of broad like what what is who determines what is a uh economic need i think the only way it would ever like actually have to be determined is if like the employee that got fired sued them right like it's not like they have to print out the company balance sheet and included in a firing letter and that's a good question and that's where i'm just like this you know at will like what's what's wrong with how it currently is is really what i'm kind of getting at no idea because if this is trying to like get people to not get fired like if employer can't fire them at will they can't quit at will that's the way i look at it (laughs) which is wrong right like i mean that's just you, why does it have to be one-sided? It doesn't make sense to me. So, anyway, that's my opinion on that. But in that in that case, like, the employer already has all the power, right? Like, yeah, you can you can quit, but they can hire someone else within a week, you know? Maybe, I don't know. But you, you probably can't get a new job within a week. Maybe. I don't know. I think, I, I think... If you can find, you're looking for, if you're an employer and you're looking for someone to fill a spot, I don't know if a week is realistic anymore, depending on what the job is, I guess. Yeah. That's 100% on that. But, okay, so that's one thing. Um, The other thing, let's see what this one was. Okay, I didn't understand this post and I got so many likes (laughs) and I I just was like confused. This is a a common theme. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm, tell me what, (laughs) tell me if I'm crazy right now. I'm going to read this to you and let me know what the point and like what is going on. (laughs) My new mentor is a 70 year old man from San Francisco who owns 180 units throughout the Bay. Bought his first duplex at 17. That was in parentheses. 50 years later and none of his tenants know he's the owner. He tells them he's the maintenance man. Let that sink in. Let what sink in? I don't get it. He's the maintenance man. He's probably carrying one. A sink. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I don't, I don't get this. Okay, read I it. Don't Can get... you read it again? My new mentor is a seventy-year-old man from San Francisco who owns one hundred and eighty units throughout the Bay. Bought his first duplex at seventeen. Fifty years later, and none of his ten- tenants know he's the owner. He tells them he's the maintenance man. Let that sink in. Let what sink in? I don't get it. The only thing, what am I missing? The only thing I can come up with is like he's not being braggadocious about being the owner or something. That's I would agree with that. It's just something that doesn't have to be sink in. I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm not uh, that that last sentence really is. I'm just like I was so pissed when I read this because I'm like. <laughs> I said, what am I trying to, what is sinking in? Like, that's cool. Like, you're you're a baller, but you're not flaunting it. Like, how does that sink in with me? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that is weird. 
I'd say like instead of let that sink in, I'd say like that's very admirable or like you know something uh to emulate or you know like yeah. something like that. But like let that sink in. I okay. <laughs> when is the proper term or time to use "let that sink in"? It's kind of a cliche, like it's overused. Yeah, I feel like it's it's like when when something on the surface says one thing. But then when you find out like another aspect of someone's past or something or what their yeah. action was, that like the same wordage means something different because of that new knowledge. Then you let that sink in. You're like, whoa, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that, I, don't I think know. I think that person just didn't know how to finish their post. And it, I mean, it didn't make sense. You hear it. it I read it like an idiot because <laughs> 50 years later, like you read that and tell me what that, you know. My new mentor is a 70-year-old black man from San Francisco who owns over 180 units throughout the Bay. Bought his first duplex at 17. 50 years later, and none of his tenants know he's the owner. He tells them that he's the maintenance man. Oh, and it's all caps. Let that sink in! Diamond emoji, diamond emoji, diamond emoji. Don't get it. And also, I didn't realize this is someone that took a screenshot of someone else's tweet and then posted it on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm like the biggest crusader on LinkedIn to like go after people who post, uh, <coughs> post clickbait or, or fake stuff from other accounts. Hmm. Let that sink in, Tim. I think I'm using it wrong. Now I don't know how to use it. I think I think everyone should just stop using it. Let that sink in. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. all I got, Brotherton. Cool. I started I started coming up with uh, like I was just after I came up with my list of five TV slow TV shows slash movies. I started trying to come up with other lists of things in 2022, but I didn't come up with any good list. You want me to just tell you my partial list? Sure. All right. I got disappointments. The first thing I came up with, House of the Dragon. And as oh, we were sitting see. here, uh, I thought of another one. Netflix, because they announced that they're not bringing back 1899 for another season. 1899, I haven't seen this one. Yeah, it was, the, it was from the creators of Dark. It was their follow-up after they got kind of blew up on Dark. Um, it, was, it was good. It wasn't as good as Dark, I don't think, but Netflix... I was like, we're not doing season two. Just dumb. Disappointment. Uh, top moments. I wrote getting engaged slash getting a, the best chicken sandwich of my life. Same day. Oh, yeah. Two two hours apart, roughly. Oh. Uh, Ethereum merch, also another top moment. We talked about that. Yes, we did. Um, Let's see. Heroes and villains. I came. I was trying to come up with a list of heroes and builds. I couldn't really think of that many. Uh, I wrote Zelensky, President Zelensky of Ukraine. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was the very first. I was like, I don't know what the dude's name is, but the president of Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he like, I'm not a big politics guy. Obviously, like, I don't know that much about U.S. politics. So I definitely don't know that much about world politics. He seems like such an amazing leader. Yeah. Like the perfect person for this situation, I think, for Ukraine. 
Yeah. Um, and on the same note, my number one villain was Vladimir Putin. <laughs> that, that tracks. That makes sense. Uh, other villains include Sam Bankman-Fried mm-hmm. and uh, Kanye West. Those are my other two villains. Yeah. Which sucks because Kanye West made some of my favorite music of all time. But yeah, kind I, of an asshole. It's like, oh, man, I... I know I was like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt for it's like his stuff being misconstrued, but like there's one interview where I mean he just straight up said, or maybe this was our last episode. I can't remember what we talked about, but yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. it's like, dude, you just like, like he said, I hate all Jews or something. He said something like crazy, and I'm just like, yeah. dude, like you can't, like now every anything you've ever said can never you know like you can't go back on that like yeah you can't so it's, i think it's, i think it's really part of it bad. was like he's gotten to a point where he like people are telling him you can't say that so it makes him want to say it more yeah you know mm-hmm. and it's kind of a childish very much it's so weird because i always thought like i don't know like when he was the the gold digger ages times yeah. right yeah. like i always thought he was a cool calm collected dude and now it's like he's off the rails like i i'm just really like clearly something is off and it's like yeah well, he, you don't just flip a switch like that like this is has he been battling this the whole time did it like did he take a ton of drugs and is he still medicated you know i don't i don't know i yeah, just i think part of it a lot of people speculate that like after his mom died is when like he really that's when like his bipolar disorder took over and like mm. that's when he started kind of acting out um do you think and this is like do you think it's a a long-term comeback play career I play think, i don't think so i don't think he's I mean, thinking uh, that far ahead right I, the reason i have to, i have to ask is like people are crazy like like celebrities some people like create implode on themselves just to have a comeback yeah like yeah i think he's gone too far though yeah i think so too well i i don't know i think if he goes silent for 15 years and he comes back i could see him like people being like yeah we'll welcome him back he was quiet for 15 yeah i think i think not saying it's right i'm just saying i think that's what'll happen so after the taylor swift thing where he like Ran up on stage and was like, Beyonce had one of the greatest yeah. videos of all time. Uh, yeah. He, like, his, his other albums before that, besides, I think, his first one. His first one, I think he spent a lot of time on. But his other albums, he literally made in, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, after the Taylor Swift thing, he sat in a studio in Hawaii for six months and was just, like, inviting out people to work on this album with him and he put out one of the greatest albums of all time my beautiful dark twisted fantasy goat yeah and because he was like he knew he was like i fucked up and i made a fool of myself and he's like i need to to write the ship and create this amazing work of art otherwise people aren't going to take me seriously anymore so yeah. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe he will try to do that again. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, time will tell. Yeah. Oh, I'd say uh, some of the highlights. Are we doing like highlight reel of 2022? Sure. 
The I Johnny did. Depp trial. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was entertaining. Yeah. That was that beautiful. Was um, I forgot about that. That seems like so long ago. It does. What What else? There was something along that. I had two other heroes I wrote down. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. He took, uh, I don't know, how many wins did they have last year? Like six? And then yeah. this year they had 13 wins. Yeah. Nice. You got any predictions for the the game this weekend? This will come out after the the Vikings are playing the Giants. 3.30 Sunday. Wild card round of the playoffs. Like predictions of like the final score or like just the You think the, the Vikings will win? You got any other predictions? I think if the Vikings don't score 13 points in the first quarter, the Vikings will lose. Really? Yes. They're a second half team though. This season. <laughs> Every yeah. other season before that, they lost a game in the last two minutes. True. Yeah. Last so, year. So I got 51% on old Vikings. I mean, it was pretty embarrassing against the Packers last weekend. Yeah. Like, I don't but know who the kinda, hell. I don't know who Kirk was. the Bears. It's the Bears. They were playing their backups the whole second half. Yeah. Um, what are your predictions? Uh, I think it's going to be just like every other win this season. They're going to squeak by. <laughs> well, if you remember, they play the Giants Christmas Eve. And they won on a last second 61 yard field goal. Yeah, 61 yarder. That's pretty damn impressive. If you ask the longest me. field goal in Vikings history. By like, I think the, the next longest was like 56. Yeah. So like significantly longer. I think it's going to be the same. I think they're going to win last second 62 yard field goal. Whoa. Final score 21 to 20. Whoa. Book it. Book it. All right. Um, Today's Wednesday, January 11th. So. Let's go to Vegas, baby. When it happens, you know that I said it before it happened. 21-20. I'm going to say if the Vikings score 13 points in the first quarter, final score 27-20 Vikings. 27-20. Okay. If if they don't, it'll be, I don't know, probably like 31-10 to 10 Giants. Okay. Book it. <laughs> <laughs> my other my other hero, Ben Stiller, for creating my favorite TV show of 2022, Severance. Oh, he, oh, Ben Stiller made that? Mm-hmm. He produced it or directed it or wrote it? I think he wrote it and directed it. Wow. I'm pretty sure. I love when, like, good, you know, I don't want to say iconic, but, like, when people start doing their own stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I love... Ben Stiller, that's, you know, I don't know. I just like when they do their own crap. Yeah. Like like, uh, like uh, Bill Hader. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, uncut gems. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, like, Severance is nothing like uncut gems, but it's just as different. Like, Severance is just as different from everything else you imagine with Ben Stiller as uncut gems is everything different than what you imagine with Adam Sandler. Heaven yeah. I'm, Heaven I'm, yeah. I'm All right. That. I got Getting... nothing else, Brotherton. All right. All right. Sasquatch Bigfoot. Oh. See ya. Couch Beers. Uh, Couch Beers Pod. At Merch Twitter coming. and Instagram. Merch coming. <laughs> Couch Beers Podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Merch.